0: They you to do it
1: right now. I can't do it on command. I'm not that talented. I just for some reason when I drink like Dr Pepper or like any kind of soda, I'm just like hardcore belching.
2: I just I I've just never been a belcher on command. Belching out
1: of control. I'm not on command. I'm not a magician.
0: That's a good quote for Eugene. I've just never been a belcher on command.
3: Never been a belcher on command. So you're going to say I'm not a magician.
0: That's oh, I said a I'm not quote. a magician. That is a great quote and completely false. <laughs> really? I am not a magician.
4: No, he's a robot.
0: <laughs> I am not a magician.
1: I am not a magician.
0: <laughs> this is all based on science, empirical data. I can show you the spreadsheets.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: <Tom>. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. And now, here's your host, Eugene Stevens.
2: Welcome back to the Epicly Geeky Show, episode number 14. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, tonight's opening question comes from uh, one of our new listeners, uh, Sean McLaren. He writes in and asks, RoboCop or Terminator? Cyrus Martin, RoboCop or Terminator? Wow, that's really good. Well, I
0: don't know. That's a that's a tough one. That's, that, that's tough. Jesus like, Christ, here we go. Both of them are tough. On the one hand you have a, a machine covered in flesh, and on the other hand you have flesh covered in a machine. Uh, blah blah
4: blah. <laughs> do, you want,
0: do, you want, do you want this or not? <laughs> <sighs> Robocop has a good, good answer, name. sir. Hey, I'm hey, are you gonna let me answer? Robocop has I'm a good I'm letting gun. you answer. Go I'm for trying it. look, every time I talk. No, you go ahead. RoboCop has a gun that comes out <laughs> of his leg, so that's
5: that's. And that that is the pent ultimate thing right there. That's what wins it.
0: Pent ultimate? Yeah. Oh, yes.
5: Yes. ultimate.
0: I need a I need a T-shirt that has that on the front. You're
5: just giving yeah. a short, precise answer.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm agreeing. So, what is your answer? I thought we settled. What's this
1: your one. answer, Marion?
2: Uh, RoboCop. Okay. Okay. That's Obviously, Laney, RoboCop or Terminator?
1: Uh, Rosie from the Jetsons.
2: No. <laughs> RoboCop, don't do this to me, woman. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm gonna have to say Terminator. <laughs> but I'm gonna be really honest with you. I know who RoboCop is, and that's where it ends. I don't know anything else about RoboCop.
2: Okay, we may have to have an educational weekend. Well, All right, um, no, Chris, you know, RoboCop or you know, Terminator? How's
3: that possible? <laughs> Okay, since I was I've born in 1990 and don't care, this is Ray's answer. Uh, he says, "RoboCop would use a level 10 ordinance and blow the T800 to shreds."
0: Well, that's a pretty good answer.
3: Fair it's enough. Just, I love that you're yeah. very clearly
0: hey.
1: reading that, and it makes me very yeah, yeah. happy. Hey, you know, that makes me very happy.
0: Hey, hey, Canada. Yeah. Pretty goddamn good answer right there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 and our special guest this evening is uh, Kelly Bolden. Boldy, uh, RoboCop or Terminator?
5: Well, I'd have to go with Terminator because I'm kind of like Lainey and I've only seen bits and pieces of RoboCop. So I don't have any... I mean, that's all I can do is go on that. I don't have any... Okay. Or RoboCop. There you go.
1: Well,
0: he is called the Terminator, cool. so... I'll can I change that. my answer?
2: Sure. R two D two. No. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Terminator just because uh, I'm not talking about who's gonna win in a fight. I'm going with Terminator just because of the. I think there have only been four RoboCop movies. Only the first and last one have been are we good. Um, as for the Terminator movies, we've got multiples that I thought were decent and uh I, I really kinda wanna see where they keep going with that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Terminator. That being said, Cyrus sidebar real quick. Um yeah. if I decide to show Lainey a Robocop movie, which one should I show her? The original or the reboot? The original
4: I dude, well, The original the Robocop guy. is
2: the original RoboCop
0: is better than all the Terminators. There
3: you go. Ray agrees with Cyrus.
0: Mm, I don't know. T two dude
1: all- i okay. watch anything. Oh, okay. I don't really
0: care for yeah. Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Terminator, Two is really good. You you got me there. But yes. Robo, but RoboCop yeah. was was groundbreaking. RoboCop changed. Well, so did
2: Terminator Two. I don't know.
0: That's a toss up.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm. Uh, okay. Well, well, we're not gonna. Okay. But if so, you're saying I should go with the original. So yeah. Absolutely. Twice. Absolutely.
4: Okay, then... Sophie's choice. Sophie's choice.
0: I
2: don't <laughs> know if you know exactly... Have you read that book? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of books, that's actually tonight's topic. Um, oh, There have been a lot of books that have been made into movies, and um, let's just say some of them made it to the big screen and um, were a joy to witness. Um, others, on the other hand... Um, and, I, and unfortunately, I have, I have learned the sting of this within the last few years to have a book that you found you just – you loved. You just loved that book and you heard, oh, they're making a movie of it. This this is going to be awesome. I could – I so pictured this as a movie in my head when I read it. This is going to be great. Only to go to the theater and walk out and go, that was total bullshit. Um, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Um. So uh, we're going to start with our list. We've got two we've actually kind of maybe have three lists, at least two lists. We're going to talk about the the good movies, the bad movies, and the ones that are coming out that we hope turn out okay. Um so we'll start with the good movies because unfortunately if you do some research on this topic online, you're going to find that the list of good movies is a lot shorter <laughs> than the than the bad ones. Um, mm. so we'll go ahead and start with the good movies. Would anyone like to offer up one of the first Books that they they loved that they saw a movie of and they thought the movie was just as good if not better.
1: Um, okay, I'll go ahead and go first. All right, go ahead, Lainey. So my first um, pick for just like fantastic movies that were adapted from books would be um, Matilda. Ugh. Okay. So how dare you?
3: <laughs>
2: there, Hold on. Why? why? Hold on.
1: Uh, I um I I love Matilda and I actually I saw the movie before I read the book just because of when it came out I was still pretty little mm-hmm. um and sadly Road Doll was a little out of my reading range at that point but um when I did finally read it it's just it it keeps to the story really well and it's one of those movies that like the few things that they did change was the wouldn't have really translated over.
0: Is that that movie with Macaulay Culkin where I'm sorry? he, like, he no. dies when he gets stung with no. bees or no. something? No, no,
1: oh. no, no, that's My Girl, isn't it? Yeah, that's My Girl. Yeah, oh. no, that's not the same thing.
0: <laughs> is it that one? No, with the, it's really good though. Is it that one with that nanny and she got the teeth and they're weird?
1: That's Nanny. McTier. I'm gonna come over there and punch you in the face. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really good story. I I fell in love with the story because she was a a weird little girl that didn't quite fit in and just really liked to read and, you know, kind of spent a lot of time alone. And, oh, is it oh, that, that one? That really sad, what,
0: but still. I'm no, I, I'm serious, hang on. Is it that one where, like, her mom... It's the has, one, like, okay. ...has, like, buttons, her eyes and, and shit, and it's Coraline. all... Ugly? No, that's Coraline. Oh.
1: Marion, stop talking and listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where... Danny DeVito is the dad, and, uh... It's got it so Danny good. Is it real? Pearlman, the mom. Yeah, Rita Perlman's the mom. Yeah,
4: but yeah, 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 and um, they they
1: play the parents and they're really awful to Matilda and Matilda has uh, magical powers and yeah, she movie. goes um, yeah, it's a really good movie. She finally goes to school and meets her teacher Miss Honey and then there's the whole thing with um the Trunchbull and the Pokey and it's just it's such a it's such a great kids movie but it's got a lot. Like even grow it like as I grew got older and kept watching it like it still got a lot in it for adults. It's just a really charming like wonderful movie and it comes from such a beautifully written book. I love Roald Dahl. I I I think he's an incredible author. He wrote a lot of my favorite books from when I was a kid. So it's just it's a great adaptation of a really really great book that keeps very true to the overall feel of the book. It's very childlike but it's very sophisticated and it's. It's, gotcha. it's 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 amazing, but yes, I love that movie. I I watch it a lot, actually. So, Who, and funnily enough, the the teacher in the story is one of the reasons that I became an educator as well. So. Oh well, there you go. Who was the author of it? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. He wrote what? *James and the Giant Peach* <laughs> and the <laughs> witches and.
0: Is that his real name?
1: Yes. No. No. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. wow. No. I'm just I'm I'm punking you right now. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Well, <I> don't know. <laughs> Roll doll. Yeah,
1: R O A L D. We Roald also did Charlie in the Chocolate Factory,
5: which is also a movie. Yeah, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I never and mentioned. The movie is coming out this year.
3: I
0: don't know if that's a real name.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. Would, you, would you like to go next, Taurus?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, let's see what you got.
2: Yeah, bring it. <laughs>
0: uh.
2: All right.
5: That's great. Awesome.
2: You know what? I
4: thought?
2: <laughs> you know what's funny is Cyrus and I attended, at, at, and w- when we met, we were in college and we were doing radio and television production. And there was this thing that they you never ever ever wanted on radio, and it was called dead air. Yep. Yeah. Oh, radio—that ancient media.
4: <laughs> yes. I wish I had uh, thought
0: of that. You know, I think one of my favorite books to movies is, uh, misery. The, uh, the story that Stephen oh, King wrote. Okay. I, I thought that, I mean, it was, it was one of those, uh, one of the first ones there where he did something that was more like a drama than a horror. I mean, it had horror in it, but it wasn't a, you know, necessarily a horror story. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the movie did a really good job of, of capturing, uh, you know the characters and 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 you know the uh, the emotions and everything that, that they were trying to do. I think Kathy Bates got an Oscar or Oscar nomination at least.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, great movie, great movie. And I think
1: she did too, actually. I think you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, put her on the map. You know? This I don't know this.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe you maybe you know the answer. To this you may not. Um, I'm actually going to bring up Stephen King's books later on. Um, what was do you know what his opinion of the movie was because it, it tends to be whenever the movie is whenever the movie's actually pretty good um he tends to not like it for whatever reason the ones that he thought were better adaptations of his books um tend to not be the better movies um so do you know if how this one falls down on that scale or do you have any idea
0: Nah, I really don't know I mean I, I okay. mean Stephen King's one of those authors that he's a genius but you get the good, you get the bad, and you take them both. Nah, but you know what I'm well, saying? And
1: then you have. <laughs> the
0: yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going to say something that's <laughs> kind, kind of strange. Maybe we should have done TV theme songs tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say something that's kind of strange, but I think Stephen King is a lot like George Lucas.
1: No, I see that.
2: <laughs> no, I totally see that because you He's could like, say I Lucas doesn't idea. understand... Like, he comes up with a good idea, but then doesn't either quite understand it or at least know how to finish it off or where to go with it. And that's one of my criticisms. I love a lot of Stephen King's books. Don't get me wrong. But unfortunately, the ending, he doesn't always well, That's because to, to land. He's too, you know I
0: mean? he's too sentimental about his own characters. That's the problem with Stephen King. He doesn't want to kill them off completely. He doesn't want to end the story. So that's why he has such a hard time with the endings because... The ending is not what he spends his time thinking about. He doesn't want to end, but he has to. So I think he intentionally, like, uh, torpedoes his own endings. Because I think he doesn't really want there to be endings. I don't know.
1: I find that really fascinating. The way that writers just get so... Connected if you, to these characters that they create.
2: Um, he actually wrote a book on. It's called On Writing, and he talks about the writing process, and it's actually very good. Really? Um, and he re, He actually reads the book if you listen to it on Audible, and I I recommend listening to it because just it, listening to it the way. The only he thing is, his stories is interesting. The only thing is the ending is really bad. That's true. The ending did kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: <my> God.
2: <laughs> um. Chris, you want to jump in next?
3: Sure. Um, Already? This, this one is a TV series, but I love the books so much that I ha- it's Outlander. And I've read the first three Outlander books, and the series, which is on stars, is just
0: that is so good. I love that movie with Sean Connery, Outlander. Oh, no, no,
3: no, a different one. Oh. <laughs> But the, it's such a. Two, yeah. These are books by Diana Gabel, uh I can't pronounce her last name. Anyways, she wrote the first one in 1991, and just they're so good. The books are amazing, and then the series is so true to the books. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: I love they're it. It's called
2: Outlander. Outlander. Okay. Huh. Cool. Uh, Kelly, what's your first one? Boldy. Sorry. Bolden. Something.
4: Okay. <laughs> Killer
3: well
5: I, I I sat there and as soon as um, I started to think of one then I had this like domino effect of like three million it seemed so it was hard to pick one that I thought like was you know the best ever um, and again it's going to probably be an obscure thing <laughs> but um, having <clears throat> having always telling the kids the argument that you've got to read the book before the movie. So, I mean, that's what I went for. And one of the books that I have loved dearly forever is um, Memoirs of the Geisha. And you probably never, all any of you probably don't even remember the
1: movie. I remember when that movie came out.
2: I remember when it came out, but I don't Mm. remember the movie, no.
1: I didn't see it. I was a little too young to watch it at
5: that (laughs) point. beautiful story and it was trodden true toward the novel and um and so I had I have to give it the the overall best accolades for for that but um so I guess that's the the number 1 for me that I I think but for as far as popularity and for ones that you all probably know there's another old one <laughs> And it goes back to a kid's novel, and that's Mary Poppins.
0: Oh, but the original had way (laughs) too much
4: sex.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love Mary Poppins, but, you know, she, P.L. Travers, was, like, unhappy with that. Even after it was released, she was crying in the theater. Right. And if you, like, compare
5: those two together, but based on just, you know, if you didn't see any of that particular history of it, you know that still, mm-hmm. Mary Poppins, <laughs> and she still has the magic. It's head. a really
1: good adaptation. Yeah, so. it's a really good adaptation. I agree with you. It's it's very well done.
2: I'm going to step in here with my next one, and like Laney on uh, on this pick, I actually saw the movie first before I read the book, and uh, um, um, actually, it wasn't. A, it's a graphic novel. If you if we're going to you know, be correct about it. But um I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um <laughs> oh boy, I listened really to a good. lot of comic book uh podcasts and yeah, show up, sorry, and um
1: we're gonna have to start taking bets on how many times. <laughs> you
2: anyway, um they kept going on about how good the, the, the movie was compared to the uh to the to the comic, and I was like, Okay, well I'm I'm gonna have to check this out. So I went, watched the movie, fell in love with it. We've all, we went over this before, uh, during the show. And, um, and then I was like, well, I've, I've got to read the book now. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm actually on the, in the opposite camp, uh, Boldy, as, as to whether you should read the book or, or watch the movie first. Um, the only problem, the only reason I would say to not watch the movie first is if the movie is bad. Because you run the risk of, um, of, of it turning people off. And, I, and I've i told this to people, some of the other picks that we're going to get to, when we start talking about some of the bad movies, um, I flat out told people, don't bother with the movie, because it's, you know, I don't want you to be, okay, well this sucks, and then not want to read the book, and the book was really good. Um, but generally, I look at it as, because, you know, the book can explore so much more, it's like, um, if you watch the movie first, and it's a, a decent adaptation, it's like getting, um, um, the bare bones of the story and then when you read the book it's where it's an expanding universe whereas usually when you watch it the other way around it's more of a contracting type of thing you know what i'm saying because they have to cut out so much stuff from the book usually to fit it within a movie um how do the rest of y'all come down on that um watch the movie first or or read the book first
1: for me it really depends on the Book, but I I prefer to go in reading the book because I I there's some like okay for example this wasn't on my list but um when I saw the first Hunger Games movie mm-hmm. I felt a lot more comfortable like having gone having already read the book ha- like knowing exactly what was coming and like I still experienced the movie in like a very like real and like you know intense way but I didn't. I don't know. It was just there's something for me about like really comforting about having all the information already before I go in. Okay. And I like to kind of compare and contrast like how they, you know, do it on screen and and how it read and how it read to me in the book and like how it made me feel in like each. So. Okay. But I'm overly analytical and I do
3: that.
2: Uh, Chris, but, where do you fall on this? Read read the book first or watch the movie first?
3: I find that if I read the book first. I'm overly critical of the movie and I'll be like, that wasn't in the book. That wasn't in the book. Nope, nope, nope. That didn't happen. And I find myself not enjoying the movie as much because I get really judgy about it. But If I watch the movie first mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. like the movie, then I get really excited. Oh, i got to read the book. And then I find that I like the book more okay. because I watched the movie first.
2: Sai, where do you come down on this? Read the book first or watch the movie first? Well... There's certain books that I don't even want to
0: read because like I enjoy the movies so much that I'm like, if I read this book, I'm gonna I'm gonna not like this movie as much. You know, like for instance, The Lord of the Rings, you know, I'm not reading them damn books. But I like the movie. (laughs) You know. But uh like I I think I've mentioned to you before, like I had read the Da Vinci Code, and then I saw the movie, and I thought that the movie was really good. I thought the movie did a really good job of uh, capturing the essence of the book. And, of course, I thought it was better than the book because Dan Brown can't ride his way out of a wet paper bag. But, uh you know... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's he has the uh, the eloquence of like a... A fourteen-year-old drug addict.
4: <laughs> That's specific.
0: Well, the guy can not very
2: specific. Yeah.
0: I, one of these days, I should I should crack open one of his books and read it to you, or, or read a couple paragraphs to you, and you'll be like, "Did this guy graduate high school?"
3: I actually can't read Dan Brown books anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really pray. bad. He has a, he's a terrible writer. Now that doesn't mean that he's not creative. He can he can come up with a great story. He's mm-hmm. a really creative guy. I I I'm not knocking his creativity, but he has no skill. So the movie was actually better. Okay. So, kind of an example. Of that.
2: Well, all right. Let's start with our second round of good books. Uh, good to uh well book you know, good book to movie adaptations. Uh Laney, you want to start us off there? I
1: will. Um my second one that I picked was um okay. I'm trying to decide which one I want to do first. Okay. Um I'm going to go actually with um the movie um Wild which was an adaptation of the book by the same name by a uh, Cheryl Strayed. Mhm. Um it was an Oprah book club pick, but don't let that deter Ooh, you. It was really, really good. <laughs> I know. No, it's just really really good. It's a really beautiful story. I I love Cheryl Strayed. I um the book was recommended to me by my friend Molly and I read it and just fell madly in love with her and like how just she's just a beautiful writer and it's just a really incredible story. Um it's kind of like her memoir sort of. It's it's just her writing about a time in her life that was really difficult for her, you know, she got divorced from her husband who she's still very much in love with and her mother died and her whole family just kind of fell apart and it's just a really incredible look at how she dealt with that but she ends up going and just like kind of almost on a whim deciding to hike the Pacific Crest Trail by herself which is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the movie actually did a really good job of doing justice to the book which… Um, it's it Reese Witherspoon is in it and she just does a really really incredible job. You know she's by herself on the screen most of the time, which it's hard to act all alone when there's not really anybody to react off of. But again, it, it keeps a lot of tell that, that
2: to everyone sleep. in episode one. Well,
1: all right? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> That's a lot, George Lucas. But um, no, like she just does a really really good job of um, of <sighs> really. Getting into that character and and playing Cheryl Strayed in a very very realistic way, but it's just really really good. They did leave some stuff out that I would have liked to have seen in the movie, but they did it with really really good intentions. The flow of is still really really understandable. It doesn't lull in some places like the book kind of does. So, but yeah, I I loved it. So let me ask that, you a question. That's the second pick.
0: Yes. Do you, do you think Reese Witherspoon was more believable in that or in Sweet Home Alabama?
1: How rude and uh I would say le- what
0: about show. legally blonde
1: uh I love that movie, and that was also a great book, so back off, Marion
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the dark right, si, what's, nice
0: what's, <laughs> what's your second what's
2: your what's your second book to movie uh good good adaptation
0: I gotta go with Forrest Gump, right.
4: Yeah, sure. That is a really good one. I I never
0: read the book, but love the movie. Well, a lot of people said that the movie deviated quite a bit, but it was a fantastic movie. And, you know, revisionist history You know, people who like to go back now and try to claim that Forrest Gump was not a good movie are a bunch of idiots. That movie was awesome. It was a great movie. It was ridiculous, but that was, I mean, the whole point of it was it was a tall tale, right? It was uh, supposed to be, like, ridiculous. But now, of course, since people know more and they're, you know, more sophisticated, you know, Forrest Gump's not as good. So... Whatever.
1: I don't know anybody that says that. Everyone I know says it's a wonderful movie because it is a wonderful movie.
2: Well, I am I know what I was talking about. I've seen stuff online, and I'm just like, you people are idiots. How
1: dare you? It's Leave thing, Tom Hanks and Robin Wright alone. It's
2: very bourgeois
0: now to take a crap all over all the good movies. That, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that you say bourgeois. When I say that, I just say bougie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of mosey, I tell you what. Like is God,
1: stop being
3: so bougie. I, I, where's
0: my, where's my child at? You're a lady. Oh, you're God. not supposed to. Jesus Christ.
2: All right, uh, Chris. <laughs> what, what's your second Dig choice? Take us out of
0: this
3: hole, Chris. Oh, oh, good lord. Um. Okay, I have to admit something. I I was not a reader until I was about 28 years old. So my list is. Very very short because I haven't read a lot of the books or any of the books you guys have talked about. Um, That's fine. I know it's just it's. I was writing. I'm my like, god! I need to read more books. Um, <laughs> so I need to read more of these Harry Potter. I've read the first yes, four, and I watched all the movies before I read any of the books. And I I love J.K. Rowling. I want to mm, be yeah. her. She's amazing. I just love the way she writes and the just everything. And I love the movies because of how visual they are, and I mean it's just everything. It's, I love it all. It's all very smart, and I want the kids to read it like I would. I'm trying not to cram it down their throat, but I sort of am, because I want them you to. You could read, read it. it
1: to them at night. That's what I would
3: do. I yeah, I like I'll read it to Quinn, but my daughter Logan, she wants she'd rather read it herself. But I well, think that's understandable. British for her right now. <laughs> can't quite do it just yet. But I love, I love the Harry Potter books so far, and I have to read the last three. So
1: now I have a question. Yes. Did you read Do you have like a specific adaptation that you like from the series? Like, was there one movie in particular that you liked more than the others that you thought was like most true um, to the series so far th- of the ones that you've read?
3: The ones that I've read, I like the first one the best. Um, really, I do. This, I love that. this is the first one that I read, and it's introduced me to her mm-hmm. writing style. And that was like in the mix of when I was really into writing, and um, yeah, so I like that one the best.
1: I love that's a. It's a really like very sweet, succinct story. Like that could have been a like its own book. It didn't. It wouldn't have needed have needed to be a part of a series. Like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone
0: is just a very very well written book. That was before all the love triangle and There's
1: know. no love triangle. Go away.
2: <laughs> Don't you taint this. You were um she's a taint. Um Chris, you said y'all were watching uh, Dr. Who, right? Yes. Okay, yes. just just let just let the British just keep seeping in yes, slowly and get the there British. eventually.
3: Okay.
4: First, yep, all of it. First of all,
0: I'm not <laughs> making that up. There was a love triangle. There wasn't. He's there wasn't.
3: Later,
1: there's a love triangle. There's not what? really a love triangle. What, what is?
0: Well, you you weren't sure for a while in the movies. <laughs> like there, there was wasn't the a love triangle. The, the headed kid liked the chick, and then the Harry Potter she kind of liked him, and then it was. You know, no, she
1: like, didn't. <sighs> they were friends. If there are like, the, you talking about Ron and Hermione and Harry? Because it's very hard to take your argument seriously.
0: Wow. Okay. Pretty sure that was in there.
1: <laughs> I thought maybe he was talking about like Harry, not Harry, Ron and Hermione, and like Victor Krum, maybe. But
3: yeah, but if there was ever a love time, they're all very brief. Like it never lasted very long. I didn't say it lasted.
0: No. long. No. <laughs> Everybody There's like down. a
3: couple of books there.
0: Yeah, oh my
4: God,
3: oh my God. Oh. that's another thing.
0: You act like I just walked into the church and took a crap on the floor. For
3: fuck's sakes, you oh, kind of did. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, God damn it, uh,
2: this Dishonor, You can't please. take you anywhere. Dishonor on you. <laughs> Boldy, what's your next pick?
5: Alright, my next one has to be Lord of the Flies.
4: Oh, oops.
0: Yeah. Harrison Ford. What? Wasn't he in that?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what book did you say?
3: Lord of the Flies. Lord of the oh, Lord of the
0: Flies. Oh, my God! I thought he was in that.
5: <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, you know what? I'm exposing you all to so much culture right now. Sorry, just
0: There's some movie that looked like that on the cover at the video store. I yep.
3: thought it was the same movie.
4: You, know.
2: a, you have to excuse my friend Cyrus. He's he's a little tired. And hi. Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. He any particular reason?
0: That's with the kids, right? Where they all like try to kill each other and shit.
5: Well, they're stuck on an island, yes. That's horrible. And it's, it's a basic survival of the fittest.
1: Yep. It is a weird. And it's raw poor children. So.
0: Yeah. Freaking kids. <laughs>
2: I was going to ask a question, but I'll, I'll save it for after the show. Um, my next pick. Uh, I actually had to do homework on this yesterday. Um, uh, I took a little time. I hardly ever sit down to watch movies, and I loved this book. I read it. I, now, what, let me go back real quick. When I say I read, um, pretty much all the reading I do is through Audible. Um, I don't have time to sit down and actually uh, read a book, but I love listening to books. Um especially if you get a really good reader. Um, but I love listening to books on, on, I guess you'd say on tape, but you know it's Audible, it's all you know files. But anyway, um, The Martian is wonderful. And when I heard that they were making it into a movie, well, once again, that's one of those times I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. Um, and I, I just hope they were going to do justice to it. Uh, so I actually sat down for the first time and watched uh, the movie adaptation of The Martian. And it is so good. They they nailed everything from the book they the, the few things that they did change i can sit back and say i see why they changed it because it would be uh, more entertaining for uh you know as, as a movie than it would be in the book uh the things that they cut out the things that were not there from the book um, i also see why they dropped those things it's um and i think that's one of the key things to making a good uh book to movie adaptation is it, it, you can change a few things here and there, but it has to really stay true to the spirit of the book. If you're gonna make a, if you're gonna make some some kind of a deviation, it's got to stay true to that book. Um, and, and we'll get to that in just a minute when we start talking about these bad a- adaptations. But yeah, the the Martian was, um, if you saw the movie and have not read the book, read the book. So good. Um, and if you read the so book, I was
0: so disappointed. There was no aliens in that movie. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm going to share something, and I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to share this anyway, Uh, especially considering uh, Boldy is here. Uh, Boldy works with my wife, (laughs) and she was having having a conversation with with another uh, uh, employee, and they were talking about The Martian before it came out, and my wife, not thinking about it, came up and asked, is that based on a true story? (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: and she proceeded to text or call me I can't remember what she did And I, my jaw just dropped I'm like, really?
0: Hey, you know what? We've all made asses out of
4: ourselves before right? Yeah
0: you
4: know? I mean, No, and not. Yeah, believe me,
0: I have uh, Sometimes we say things that are just so dumb Like, so incredibly dumb That you couldn't possibly fathom That it would really come out of our mouths I mean, everybody has said horribly dumb things like that. I mean, just
2: absolutely like moronic statements. Building up she's not, not going right? to go back and listen to this side. You, uh, you're pretty much just kind yeah, of, yeah. You
1: don't have to defend her. I'm yeah. not. So. <laughs> All, right.
2: All right. Let's go ahead and move on to a third round real quick here. Do you have another book, uh, another good book to movie adaptation, Lainey?
1: I do. If it's okay, I was going to kind of write on Chris's coattails. Okay, go ahead. Um. I uh, also really, really love the way that they adapted the the Harry Potter series. Um, but specifically, um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is, in my opinion, it's the best one out of the whole... It's the, I think it's the best book. It's my favorite book. And I think it was one of the best adaptations that they did. In the actual series, the book series, it's really the book where um, the whole mood starts to really shift. It's a lot darker. Um has some darker themes in it. It's when you get to meet Sirius Black, and he's wonderful and perfect. Oh, perfect cinema and is just too good for this world. <laughs> and um, and uh, the du- director that they had for that one, um, Alfonso Cuarón, I don't know how to say his last name, just did a Close phenomenal enough. job. You know, he really took it and ran with it, and I think it's one of the ones that stays the truest to the book and all. Aspects of you know, not just like keeping things in, but just like the way that the book reads, Um, and it's just it's so well done and just so perfect and wonderful. And I that's probably the movie out of the entire series that I've watched the most. So like upwards of fifteen times, I've I've seen it a lot. Okay, yeah.
2: Wow, Cyrus, what's your what's your next pick in the in uh, for a good book to movie adaptation? Well, so many to choose from.
1: Really?
0: Are there?
5: Um, Probably another Stephen King movie.
0: Another what? No, Stephen King had some really bad movies. He also had some, he had occasionally like Dolores Claiborne and things like that. He had good adaptations that were really good, you know. I like Stephen King stuff that's more like uh, serious drama than. Uh, like just horror or whatever, but um, I was gonna say The Hunt for Red October.
2: Okay. Is that a Stephen King novel? No. no. Sorry, sorry, oh sorry.
1: I knew it was, and I was like, wait a oh. minute.
2: Oh. No, that's why I, I was like,
1: wait. God. <laughs> well, I thought I had missed something. I was like, there's no way that's wow. a Stephen King novel. Sorry.
0: Tom Clancy. It's
1: been a very long day. I thought so. That's what I thought. Okay, continue.
0: No, it's not. <laughs>
1: That's not what you thought. I don't know. I don't know. I've never read it.
0: Hunt for an October. I mean, obviously, it's different than the book, but I thought it was great. I thought it was a great movie and captured the essence of what the book was. Um, Of course, they couldn't go into all the detail that he went into in the book because, uh, you know, he got uh, questioned by the uh, CIA because of that book because he had... uh, he had some people that he kind of uh, went to for like uh, um, ideas, I would say. Some some guys that he consulted with that were former military people, who may or may not have told him things that you weren't supposed to tell people. The Hunt for Ride October is based really, I didn't on know about that. Hunt for Ride October is based on a true story. Uh, there's another movie that came out that's actually the actual story. It's called uh, K-19, The Widowmaker, or something like that. Um, yeah, but, I
2: remember hearing about that one.
0: Right, there was a real story of a Russian submarine that went rogue and this whole thing and all that kind of stuff. And there was a, there was actually a, a true story behind that. And Tom Clancy just kind of played it all up and made it into this other thing. And uh, really cool ideas, you know. The technology about you know using the the silent drive underwater that basically worked like a like a jet engine for water you know just really cool mm-hmm. stuff it was a really great movie and John McTiernan directed it great director uh, guy who did the Die Hard and Predator and a bunch of other really cool movies so yeah great great movie uh, on its own on its own right.
2: Agreed. When are we getting to the uh, bad one? Chris? We're going to. We're gonna we're gonna get around to in just, just a second.
3: Size <laughs> ready. I know, right? He's
2: coming for blood. Ooh. Chris, what's your next
4: one?
3: Um, I had this book read to me when I was in my grade twelve philosophy class and my teacher was very monotoned and he read it really fast, but oh, I wow. really I really liked it. And then I watched the movie and it came out, it's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, oh, cool! And I, I love, love that movie. Book. And we've seen it both Ray and I have seen it. I don't know how many times, and it's just it's awesome. And the kids have seen it a couple of times, and I could. It's one of those movies I could keep watching over and over and over again. And we have the complete work one of, of the
2: Douglas movies I need Adams. to go back and watch.
3: Yeah, we have the complete work of Doug works of Douglas Adams here at the house, and I have to I have to reread it again because it was so long ago. But I remember really liking the premise of the story, even though my teacher was a horrible reader and just very monotone. Didn't break process. That's like how that. good
0: the book is, right? There. And then yeah. they went and it was like this, and they kept going, and then they wouldn't start. Yeah,
3: like that, really, really fast. It just Ugh. very monotone, but I liked the idea of it. And you yeah, know what?
0: Crazy. You just brought something up that used to drive me crazy when I was a kid. Whenever we were in class, and there'd be a story we're all reading, and, like, you have to read, like, Two paragraphs, and then the next kid reads two paragraphs, and then oh, it's like,
1: then the next kid couldn't yes. read. God, I would,
0: I would always, oh.
4: like,
0: I would always like whenever it was my turn, I would overdo it, trying to like make it that dramatic and like like make it really cool and stuff, just because they pissed me off so much with their yes, and then
3: then
0: then 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 then. then, then, then well, uh, yeah,
3: w- uh, that's not reading. I was so reading. nervous to yeah. read in front of everybody, so I would
4: be—I was I too.
3: I would be the kid mumbling and not really coherent or, or audible, just to get it over with. We, we should
0: did. do that. We should have a, a story we all read, and then me and uh, Laney can show all you up.
1: Okay. Well, to, to be fair, I, and <laughs> I both actually kind of almost do this for a living. Read books aloud to people.
0: I'm way better.
1: Okay, then you're invited to come to the
5: library.
1: Yes.
0: Hey, if you doubt that we'll I'm good at this, we'll bring my class in. Hey, you can pay tomorrow. their attention. No, hang, hang on. I can prove that I'm good at this.
5: I'll give you. I will. You send me a calendar date that you can come and
1: read this in a little bit. we will <laughs> send you that link to sign up for library time. Look
0: up. Look up my audiobook. Look it up.
1: Know, I'll set you up. Look no. it up. You said
5: it's a new book. We're not going to do your audio book.
1: No, we're going to pick
2: one. No, you can't do his audio book. He did do a good job reading it, but no, that's definitely not appropriate for kids.
0: No, no, not my book. I just was saying I could prove I could do it. I'll read whatever. I don't give a crap. I'll read you a little foofy crap. With your Matilda or whatever.
5: Yeah, there you go. That'd be perfect. That'd be that I'd, would be
1: a perfect book. You
5: would have all. You would have all the voices of every character in that book.
1: Yes, you have to make the narration sound like Danny DeVito; otherwise, it doesn't count. No, they're all <laughs> going to sound like rednecks. No. Oh God. No, that, <laughs> that, that would really not work. Work.
2: Which, by the way, if you have not watched uh, the first, the quote-unquote first episode of Duck Hunt Dynasty on God. YouTube, just oh. look it up. Um. Boldy, what's your next book?
5: Uh, the next book, is in the, it's another chick flick. Um, but I'd have to go with The Help.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah.
5: By Catherine Stockett, because um, it was very true to the book and put all the essential um, events that, that really you know drove the characters to be who they were in there. And so I'd have to say that's one of the best ones.
0: I thought that was really good.
4: Oh, now
5: you can have a reason to watch it <laughs> or read it.
0: Yeah,
1: aloud.
0: Yes. <laughs> I will watch the to words. To me,
1: embolden. He's
5: gonna. Yeah.
0: He's gonna stream it. <laughs> I will watch those words as I read them.
1: Because then he
5: can sound like the Southern girls.
1: Mm-hmm. Mama, Where am I? mama. This flower is wilton. <laughs> I do
4: declare.
1: I do declare. <laughs>
2: my uh my third choice on this um i'm gonna go with true grit um no offense to um uh, the duke um i I like John Wayne I liked his movies um but everyone will tell you um true grit the the John Wayne version of true grit is not that book in fact the reason why the quote unquote remake was made just several years ago is because um someone actually like uh uh, uh uh, saw their, their directing and was like they would, they could make an excellent job of this, and literally offered money. I want you to remake this book the like the actual book, not not what Hollywood did to it. I want this book made into a movie, and that 's why we got that remake of chew grit and if you have not watched that movie, oh my God, it is so good it is hands down one of the best westerns i 've ever seen um it's right. screw you. um. <laughs> real quick, uh, we're going to get to the bad ones here in just a second. Are there any other ones that anyone would like to mention? I'm going to throw out two real quick. Um, I've read all of the Hunger Games book uh, books. I did not care for how they ended, but I have read all oh, of the God, Hunger Games needed. books. Um, that being said, I did not really care for the first movie that much. I don't like the way that they adapted it. Um, I think the second book, on the other hand, was adapted very well. Uh, Catching Fire... Uh, the uh, movie adaptation was done really well, stayed really true to the book. Um, The other thing I'm going to say is, uh, it may lead into a different conversation, but um, there are a few times where I've actually liked the movie better than the book, and uh, Jurassic Park clearly falls into that for me. Um, I watched the movie before I read the book, and then I'll be honest with you, I like what they did in the movie better than what they did in the book. The book is drastically different, um, and I don't know. Maybe it's just because I fell in love with those characters, or just the, the the visual representation of them on the screen. Plus, I mean, being a kid and, and seeing like real looking looking dinosaurs online or you know on the screen was awesome. Still awesome to this day. Um, yeah, I, I actually like the the movie version of Jurassic Park better than I do the book. But uh, and I know that's probably heresy for a lot of people, but no, that, um,
1: that happens though.
2: Yeah. So those are two of them that I went through out there. Are there any other uh, really good movie adaptations of books that you went through out there? Twilight.
3: No. Get out. <laughs> Shut up. Don't say that word to
1: me. <laughs>
5: and don't even say Fifty Shades because that's even. Worse. Oh
1: God! Don't get me started on that. One.
3: I will say this for, for Fifty Shades. The movie, but everything about that is total crap, but the movie yes. did save people from a lot of the shit she had in the book. That is very, you know what, Ugh. that is a valid point. No, so, because there was I a think- lot of it all the time. Oh, God. So the movie did spare people from that. Ugh. Yeah, God. I will say that. Well, I
2: guess with that, let's go ahead and move on into our list of bad <laughs> That's just uh,
3: bad to
5: bad. That oh was yeah. a bad look to a bad movie. That's not. That's in a category all
1: by itself. Yes, that's just dear God, why?
2: <laughs> um. So let's go ahead and move on to the bad movie uh, adaptations. Lainey, you want to start us off?
1: Yes, I do. Go for it. All right. So my first <laughs> pick, and I'm going to preface this by saying I actually like the movie, I just think it was a horrible adaptation of this book. Okay. Um, that would be the most recent uh, film adaptation of *The Great Gatsby*. Oh, good one. Yeah, okay. Baz Luhrmann redid it a couple years back. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire and Carey Mulligan, all really, really great actors that I like a lot. Um, and I like Baz Luhrmann's work. He everything that he does is just very opulent and like. Over the top. So it seems like it would be a really, really perfect fit for the book, which I, I hope everyone's read The Great Gatsby. Um, it's a classic. It's a great book. F. Scott Fitzgerald's just wonderful and perfection. But the movie itself, it was just so. It just droned on and on and on, and it just wasn't very well done and even with like the really really good acting that took place in it cuz there was some really choice acting that happened it just it didn't feel right it was it felt more like you were watching like a really 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 long music video than an actual like movie it was just it was too much it was it was like a movie that had like 50 instagram filters on it and God, it was, but I had really high hopes for it too because like Jay Z helped like cultivate the the soundtrack for it, so I was really hoping it would be great. And the soundtrack is great. In fact, they even put out like a, a purely like um, jazz selection soundtrack from the from the movie, and that was awesome. But everything else about it was just ugh, awful.
2: I have to confess something. Going back to one of our conversations earlier about being in school, um, I hate the Great Gatsby. I hate Why? the Great Gatsby. I hate
1: the Scarlet Letter. That's every- terrible
2: every ounce of my being and the reason why I hate that book is because I had a horrible 7th grade English teacher oh. and that's when we read it and sure to did. this day I've I've th- honestly thought about going back and and trying to reread it but Just the thought, just the name of it immediately makes me think of going back to those seventh grade classes, droning on and on about what color represents this and what's that, and and I'm just like, I don't fucking care. So I. Uh, It may be a it may be a great book, and it may be a book I may actually enjoy, but I don't think I'm ever going to give it a chance because it has been so soured in my mind from that seventh grade class, and that sucks. If you
1: reread it, I'll reread it with you because I'm due to read it again
2: out loud. Yes. Yes, out loud. I'll read it out loud. Cyrus Martin. I can read it to you. (laughs) The Great Gatsby. All right. Um, I think Cy, you're next. Uh, A bad adaptation. The Golden Compass. Oh,
4: okay.
2: I've never seen the book, nor read... I almost had read the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've neither <laughs> You've done never both. never
0: seen the book or read the movie? Or read the
2: movie. No, um, never done, but yeah, all I heard thing? was hatred on that yeah, movie when it came l- out.
1: A lot of lists.
0: <laughs> yeah, the movie sucks so bad.
2: Anything and in it, particular?
0: It's boring as shit. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It... It's a can. It's all over the place and nowhere. And it's got all these great
4: nowhere.
0: It's got all these great actors who do nothing. It's, it's it, the whole time you're watching it, you're like, "What the hell is going on?" And when you finally get to the end of it, nothing happens, and you don't care.
2: And you're like, "Well, this was a complete waste of time." Glad I
4: did this. <laughs>
2: This was an excellent investment in my time.
0: Man, I felt bad for, like, Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig and everybody. I was like, God, you guys, man, that sucks.
1: (laughs) Sucks to be y'all, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough break there. Because they're going to make, like, a bunch of movies, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, that didn't happen.
1: I remember it coming out, and there was, like, all this buzz about it, and then, like, finally it was released, and everyone was like, Oh. You said this like collective womp, womp, yeah.
0: well, it was so bad that it took down other movie franchises with it. <laughs> like, what happened to the uh, the Narnia, the stuff? That's true. Uh,
3: yeah, the Narnia Chronicles. Yeah,
0: after the Golden Compass, it yeah. all went. It all took a nosedive. Nobody nobody wanted to go near anything even remotely like that shit. Fair. Yeah, and
2: that's sad because I I liked the the Narnia. I was, hoping, of I was hoping they were going to continue on with it. And I know there's been talk here and there about either trying to continue or trying to reboot it, but did you say you liked the Narnia? <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I like
0: the, the Narnia. How about that? I like the Narnia. That one was that's I'll,
4: I'll
2: give me, me a t-shirt with that made up on it. I like the Narnia. I like that
4: Narnia.
2: <laughs> All right, Chris, what 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 what's a bad
4: Bad, Bad movie, too. Narnia wow. business.
3: <laughs> oh, good. Um, I, I'm i with Eugene on the Great Gatsby thing.
4: <laughs> Thank Date you. Of the book.
3: It's fair. I get it. There's a lot of people that
1: hate those classics because they had to read them in school and they were.
3: I didn't read it in school. I actually had to read it for a Rex conference and it was just. I couldn't i wanted to poke my eyes out.
1: Sorry. Oh. Okay, hon. Try This Side of Paradise. That's another good F. Scott Fitzgerald book. Sure. And I'm just throwing out books at
4: you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: I really, really liked this book and was so pissed off at the movie. Uh, Ray was worried. Uh, it was Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer.
2: <laughs> that was number one on my list.
3: <laughs> Boom, buddy. The uh, book
4: absolutely. is so good.
3: So awesome, so amazing, so super creative, and I absolutely loved it. A friend lent it to me, and it, it was just Awesome, and then I, I heard that the movie's coming out. I'm like, yeah, and then I saw little bits of the trailer. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then I watched them, like, what the fuck was that?
4: Exactly. They got
3: it all wrong. It was all turned around and they, very angry. They left big chunks that were super important to the plot and for and, and the reasons why he became a vampire slayer in the
2: first place. Yes, and they completely twisted around. His yeah. best friend, they turned into the villain, and I'm like, what?
3: what? the villain? Edgar Allan Poe was not the film. Anyway, it made me very oh. really mad. Clearly, I still have feelings about it. Um, but yeah, that one pissed me off pretty hardcore.
2: Oh, yep. I'm, I am I a thousand percent behind you on that one. Yep. <laughs> that book, it, it, if you listen to the audio version, they do a quick interview with him at the end of it, and they ask him, how did you come up with this book? And he said, I literally walked into a bookstore and saw, it was like a, a big anniversary of Lincoln's, Either his birth or his death, and I can't remember which one he said it was. But he's like, there's all these piles of these, you know, Abraham Lincoln books, and then there's all these piles of these, um, uh, you know, like Twilight books and all these, you know, kind of run-off, you know, zombie, uh, 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 vampire books. And he thought, I wonder what peanut butter and chocolate taste like together, and was just like, let's just throw them together. And he's like, I did a bunch of research. He's like, because I didn't want to piss off all these. He's like, there are people who legitimately still think. Abraham Lincoln is still the best president the United States has ever right. had to this day, and he's like, I did not want to piss those people off. Well, so did. that's why the book is so good because he actually yeah. does the homework. The
0: and- way you said that was concerning. Are you saying that you don't think that Abraham Lincoln was the best
2: president? i I did not
0: say that. No, the way you said it was like there are people that. <laughs> no, you I'm saying I'm saying now there now are control. people who
2: are hardcore <laughs>
0: like. But some people actually think. Abraham Lincoln was a oh good God. Anyway.
2: <laughs> Boldy, what's your what is your first bad movie to uh, uh, to, uh book to uh, movie adaptation?
5: Um well, I don't, again, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Um it actually came out last year or yeah. Um maybe year before. Anyway, it's that um the children's book Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Oh. Oh. Cute. And if you see the movie, it's completely nothing like the book. And um, I just thought that they, it was just a piss poor job, so. It was awful. Yeah.
1: The book's way better. (laughs) Such a good book. It's a classic book.
4: Yeah.
2: I remember, I mean, I remember, I remember seeing it, or, you know, seeing that the movie was coming out, but I, I think I even asked about it, and, and, Uh, I I think you're the one that told me that no it's a book and yeah it's pretty popular and I'm like oh okay so
1: it was very much one of those books that Disney said hey I'm going to just throw this in there because we don't really have anything on the docket coming up in the next couple months
2: that's what it was it was for either one of the it was either for the summer or uh, fall winter movie game and I was trying to judge how well I thought it might do at the box office and that's why I was asking is this based on a book and when I heard it was based on a book I thought oh well it, it may do okay it may already have a uh, uh, a following before it hits the theater. So, um, okay.
5: But I think that's uh, the work. it's the worst—it's a when it's a children's book. Right. when You're going to take it to instill in children these, you know, ideals of okay, it's based on a book, but then you go and it's nothing like,
1: like <laughs> except that the kid's name is Alexander.
2: I'll
4: <laughs> <Ugh.
1: laughs> build
2: well, since, uh, Chris mentioned my number one on my list, I'm going, my number two on my list is a, uh, movie that just recently came out. I, um I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I did not have high hopes for it specifically because of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um, and that is another book that I read, pre- I think it may have been the book I read right before it or right after it, and that is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, um, I can, cannot can remember the guy, the author's name right offhand.
3: Uh, Seth, that's
2: yes. um McFarland. No, shut up. Um <laughs> so, no, I can't anyway, um I'll have to look up here in a second. Love to the book. It is literally it is literally the classic Pride and Prejudice with just alterations and they add in zombies and they add in ninjas and it's just batshit crazy, but it works. It is so out there, but it is so good. And I thought, this is this should not be hard. You basically just It's not like you have to invent a bunch of extra crap to throw into this movie to make it interesting. This book is crammed full of it. But they managed to do it. They managed to screw it all to hell. Um, I I mean, the only redeeming quality of that movie, the only reason you should go watch that movie is if you are a fan of uh, The 11th Doctor, Matt Smith, go watch it because his role Mm. is hilarious. He is the only redeeming part of that movie. Um,
3: Seth Graham Smith.
2: Um, that's Seth Graham Smith. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the thing is, is he he is a writer. He 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 wrote the screenplay, or at least partially wrote the screenplay, on both Abraham Lincoln yes, and Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. And I'm like, how how did you take your own book and screw it up this bad, dude? What he was like, trying to
3: do was get the, you know, when you write something and then it's finished done and then you go back and you're like, oh, I could have added this and done this and maybe I should have done this and that was his way of doing it.
2: Uh, He needs to take a note from, um, what's his name, the guy who does The Walking Dead because he's basically, you know, redoing that with the TV series as compared to the book, but he's actually hitting those notes correctly. This guy, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. It's like he smoked something, so (laughs) but yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, read the book Awesome book. Stay away from the movie unless you like Matt Smith. All right, Lainey, what's your uh, what's your next one?
1: All right, so again, I'm going to preface this. I I love this movie. I love it. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies, a lot of people's favorite movie. Not Knocking the Movie, great movie. However, people forget that it's adapted from a book, and the adaptation is horrible, and that's Breakfast at Tiffany's. So, I love that movie. I was always very much an Audrey Hepburn fan. Mm -hmm. I I love Bryce Tiffany's. I love Sabrina. I love Roman Holiday. Um,
0: That's got Hannibal from the A-Team in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, he is. the main guy in the movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Look it up. Okay. I'm not doubting you. I'm not doubting you for a second, Marion. But, um... Yeah, the people forget that there's a it's based on the book by Truman Capote. Um and if you research it, Truman Capote was actually never really happy with the way that the movie turned out. He originally wanted Marilyn Monroe for the role. Um and it, there's just something about it. I I already take issue with the fact that I feel like a lot of people watch the movie and don't really look at it. As a whole, they just kind of look at like, oh look at Audrey Hepburn. She's so beautiful and wonderful and she has all of these wonderful things and she's so fabulous. But it's it's that's not what the movie's about. Like she's she's a very, very scared, very, very lost, you know, woman who's just kind of trying to figure everything out. She's a call girl. You know, people look don't even look at that. And the she's she's almost too sophisticated to really Portray the character of Holly Golightly effectively, um, and then George Pappard plays Paul v- Paul Varjak in the movie as well, um, or Fred, whatever you want to call him. Um, but even that, like he's just kind of there, like he doesn't play as big of a role as he did in the book. And I just, you know, I, I saw the movie first, obviously. I didn't, I didn't even know it was a, a book until I did some research. Um, but I read it, and I love Truman Capote, and it's a wonderful book, and again, a wonderful movie. It's just it's like you're reading about totally different characters mm-hmm. when you go from one to the other. So, like I said, I already have a little bit of a soapbox about that movie in general and just about the way that people no. take it. <laughs> I just, it bothers me, but because they're not looking at depth of character and that's important. But uh, like I said, I just if you really read the book, it's just totally, totally different and not in a in a good way. It's like you're reading reading and watching two totally different things. It's very, very strange. So. Definitely read the book and definitely see the movie. Just don't expect it to be the same thing.
2: Gotcha. Cy, bad book-to-movie adaptation.
0: Uh, the Passion of the Christ. Oh, no. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> going for the, it's almost Easter,
0: sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was nothing like the book.
1: But I'm not sitting next to you right now.
0: The floor opens up. I was like, T didn't get the characters right. Like,
4: <laughs>
0: they added a bunch of crap that wasn't
2: even there. I so wanted to silence your mic right now, but God, you're right. That's the set.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Judas and seeing demons and shit. That's not even in the. I didn't see that anywhere. That wasn't in the book. That <laughs> wasn't nowhere in there. It didn't even sound like the writing of the book. The the, the way they talked was totally. Different.
1: The tone was just all off. I, in the book, really
0: in the in the book, in the book, he uses like the, thou, thine, and shit like that. <laughs> In the movie, it's like Some fucking shit Arabian in bullshit. I can't even understand.
2: Oh my god. Chris, what's your
4: next bad <laughs> to movie adaptation?
3: I don't want to follow that.
4: Um, I don't. Well, do you want me
3: to go next? <laughs> America. I'm kidding. Um, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I really like uh, YA books, especially paranormal yes. fantasy YA books. And Cassandra Clare writes, I love Cassandra Clare. She writes really just awesome characters and really great backdrops and the plot's great and she's really, really, really well researched. And she writes a series of books called The Mortal Instruments. And I've read all six books, and they're really great. So when the movie was announced, I'm like, yay! And then I started seeing casting. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe. I'll know. give it a try." And then I saw the movie. I'm like, this is, this is shit. They've skipped stuff. They've That's important. And if somebody were to watch this that had never read the books, it would be almost confusing as to why the characters were doing certain things. And, uh yeah, I hated it. And now, was... and now it's a TV show. Oh. And now it's a TV show. It can't awesome. But for some reason, that was a reason to make it a TV show. And I they have cast... have a really good on. visual...
1: Of Chris, like gently putting down her popcorn at the theater because I don't think that they would throw it because it's Canada, and just like politely walking out of the theater going, I didn't enjoy this at all.
3: My girlfriend, and I went to uh, my birthday fall kind of fell around when the Twilight uh, movies were being released, so I'd go every year with my friends and uh-huh. my best friend and I went and she was half in the bag and it was New Moon or something and like she was. We knew that the shirts were coming off the werewolves. All of a sudden, she stands up and shouts, Take your fucking shirt off! In the middle of the theater. <laughs> Sit down, Mel!
1: Fuck <laughs> it! Those are Canadian, it. And they get crazy.
2: That's hilarious. It's
3: over the island. Okay, there were probably a whole host of other women there thinking the same thing. Jacob, take, take the shirt off. Anyway. I didn't like the Mortal Instruments movie adaptation, and I really love the books. That's all I have to say.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, you know, same thing happened You've to me. You've proven yourself I, otherwise. That same, that same thing happened to me when I went and saw the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, you yeah, to Yeah, we know.
4: <laughs> Take your shirt off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh jeez, Bowdy, what's your next bad movie adaptation?
0: Well,
5: it's kind of a compilation, but
2: <clears throat> a, a what?
4: <laughs> compilation. It's a
0: compilation. I asked one of them compilations, I'll tell you what, You got them. my uh, <laughs> oh, <it's>, <laughs> just find
5: me, just find me a a a, a weapon. Uh <laughs>
0: Alrighty.
5: Well, it's a compilation. Any movie that has used this particular author as its as its foundation has sucked tremendously, and that is any
1: movie based on a Dr. Seuss novel.
0: Ooh, good call, good call. Or
1: Ooh, I love novel. when Boldy goes off on her Dr. <laughs> Seuss rant. Do it, Boldy. You go, girl. You go.
5: Any of mm. The Cat in the Hat. Oh, okay. This. Okay. Um, okay.
2: Now, are we talking? Are we talking about just the live action, or are we talking about the animated ones?
5: No, the it movies, the actually, well. as in like. Not okay, just. Ones. No. No, not the animated ones. Uh, the How the Grinch okay. cartoon, but the at, the film adaptations where, you know, that horrible one with Jim Carrey. And then the
1: horrible one with Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, the cat in the hat was so bad.
4: Oh.
1: I like how the Grinch stole Christmas, but that's because it came out when I was like eight. And I was like, this is awesome. Because I was eight and I didn't know anything because kids are dumb. So.
4: Yeah, they are. Yep. I
3: really like how the
4: Grinch stole No. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love how the Grinch stole Christmas. Like I still watch it every year, but I'm like, mm. I can like, watch I the
2: animated bad. one, but I can't. I can't do the. Live I can watch one.
1: both. I'm serious. I love when he does the Ron Howard impression. <laughs> yes, golden. <gasps>
2: Uh my next one is um yet another movie that I was extremely hopeful for and this is a movie uh, there's there's a big trend and I think it's still kind of going on where let's take a book and turn it into multiple movies um which from one standpoint actually kind of makes sense because there's so much stuff usually in the book to try to translate to uh the big screen you you know you need a lot of time uh to do that so this is a book that I honestly could i mean just reading it, you're like, okay, this very clearly could be three movies um and that is um world war z this movie should this book should have been three movies it should have been before the zombie war during the zombie war and the the cleanup after the zombie war um, um it's uh um when I read it it is just, it's wonderful by the way um if there's ever a an audiobook <laughs> that I would say you need to listen to over reading the book, it is this, hands down. The people who perform on this book, I'm going to have to pull it up real quick just so I can run through some of the list here, is just phenomenal. Um, but anyway, so there was this, um, uh, you know, the, the book came out, I read the book, I loved it, it was so good. Um, and then, you know, I heard, oh, they're making a movie of it, and I'm like, Okay, hopefully, hopefully they're going to do exactly what I'm thinking because you know Hollywood, Hollywood can figure this out. This should not be this hard. Um, And um, yeah, now don't get me wrong. I went and watched the movie, and movie is the movie is okay for for being a zombie movie. I guess if we're going to put it in a, if we're going to put it in a genre of, you know, uh, for movies just saying okay well it's a zombie movie what did you expect um i, I can look at it and say okay that's fine um whatever um it, it's an all right uh um, um um zombie movie but comparing it to the book is ju- it is night and day it's literally the only there's maybe one character one specific line that i remember from the book and the rest of it is completely made up and it's just like what? Like how the hell did you get this from that? It's you literally, you know, uh found the name of a book that has a huge um following and said, "Okay, we're going to turn it into a movie." And then did nothing with it. Like I, I don't think anyone even read the damn thing. Um I'm trying to find the damn list of of people who read who who are readers on this book because it it they are insane. Um Okay, yeah. So uh, Max Brooks is the one who re- who actually wrote it and um, is is the interviewer on it. He's a uh, Mel Brooks' son, which is kind of odd because you've got Mel Brooks, who's known for comedy, and Max Brooks writes one of the greatest zombie uh, uh, stories ever. Um, but Alan Alda, Carl Reiner, um, Dean Edwards, uh, Mark Hamill, Henry Rollins, um, John Turturro, Rob Reiner. Uh, uh Steve Park, Frank Kamen. Um there, it is you would not believe the the voice cast on this thing. It is awesome. You, you you know he had to have called his his dad and was like, hey dad, can you can you help me, you know, with some of these people reading this book and but yeah, the book is just wonderful. If you're if you're if you like zombie movies and you want just kind of a brain dead, you know, you know, pomp, popcorn munching, you know, just go sit down and watch a movie. It's fine. Go watch the movie. But don't expect it to be anything like the book. The book was so good and the movie was just meh. So,
1: Can I be super honest with you? Yes. I uh, never read the book and never saw the movie because the trailer didn't interest me at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that that was about zombies until right now.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Well, that's one of the major things that they changed because in the book um, it is very scientific as to why zombies act the way they are and how we would actually fight them. Whereas in the movie they're they're running and that's not possible. Um I won't go into all that. That's really scientific. Anyway, um but yeah. So uh, World War Z. Um awesome book. Eh movie. Um we'll just run run around here. Does uh anyone have any other standout uh bad book to movie adaptations they'd like to mention? Lainey? I've got one. Go um, for it.
1: The Lovely Bones Okay. Fantastic book. Such a great book. Horrible movie. Oh, God, it was so bad. I'm so glad I didn't waste money seeing it in theaters. I think we like rented it from Redbox or something. I don't even remember if that was a thing yet, but oh, mm-hmm. I couldn't even finish it. It was so bad. It's like the acting. Bless. Uh, Bless her hearts. Those actors are trying as hard as they could. They were just given horrible source material. Like it was just awful. They they tried to turn it into this like weird, like thriller, but it it's not really a thriller. It oh god, it was just so bad. It's so stupid. Like they took the dat the okay, so it's about this um young girl and she's she's murdered and part of the book. Well, most of the book takes place with her basically up in, it's not really heaven, it's not really hell, it's not really purgatory. She's just in the afterlife. Okay. But she's stuck because of what happened to her because no one can really figure it out. But it's not really like a murder mystery. But basically her dad, it, it's interesting because it kind of shows the dichotomy of what she's dealing with in the afterlife and then what is left behind. After she's gone with her dad, but they like took what was going on with her dad and turned it into this whole like. Now we gotta figure out who the murderer. Is. It's so stupid.
0: Oh my god, it was so. It's kind of like Clue, right? Where they're running around and. Clue is fantastic. Shut you
1: up. shut your
4: dirty <laughs> horse
0: mouth.
1: Oh my god, but yeah. Just don't even re- definitely read the book. Don't bother with the movie. It was so stupid. Plus, I don't like Marky Mark in in serious roles.
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs> Cyrus, are there any <laughs> other stand out bad to uh, bad book to movie adaptations you can think of?
0: Battlefield Earth.
2: Oh, I never saw that movie. All I've heard is garbage about it.
0: Well, it was based on one of the greatest books ever written, *Dianetics* by our Lord and Savior, L. Ron Hubbard.
2: <laughs> oh God, really? Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Who has ascended into the next level and? Is, it, it is looking forward into the future for all of us. Where's,
2: where does that mute button? Where did that mute button go?
0: <laughs> you need to go clear. You need to go clear. Okay. Why are you trolling me?
2: Why are you trolling our listeners?
0: Why are you doing this? I'm gonna bring over my clear strings, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure you go through you you get clear because this is ridiculous.
2: Okay. <laughs> all right.
0: I'm putting you in the C camp.
2: Chris. Any other standout bad to book movie adaptations?
3: Yes. Um Veronica <laughs> Roth's Divergent Series.
4: Ooh. Um, Ooh yeah, those bad. I
3: loved the first two books. I hated the third book, yeah.
4: <laughs> but the
3: first two I loved and Ray that loved and he me onto them. And then we watched the movie and he was like, This is stupid. They had no chemistry. It was very flat. And it was we were it was sad because it's such a good move it's such a good book and had such good potential and then they fucked it up and yeah that's Meryl no, Streep no. is in
1: in that movie, in that movie isn't she who is is it Meryl Streep in that movie too no that was the 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 giver no that's something else thank you thank you God I get I get all Jill. the YA
0: mixed up uh isn't what's her name in that uh, wasn't either from Titanic yeah,
3: Sweet Winslet is in that yeah, yeah.
0: yes Rose, yeah yeah.
3: guys
1: oh Rose, but she did like Hell
2: uh, Boldy any other stand out bad to book movie adaptations
4: no,
5: not that we haven't the worst ones I think we've mentioned but that okay. does make me think, she just mentioned um The Giver. Mm-hmm. And that's a case, a case where um the book is so magnificent that I refuse to see the movie. So you can always make that... that smart. You can always make that argument with some people too. Um, but sometimes you just cut it off and say, I don't think that any type of... <clears throat> Adaptation would do it justice um, because that's a very well, the themes in there are very profound and very. um, I mean, you really have to do a lot of self reflection, and I don't think that a movie could allow that, it would, you know, kind of steal the whole significance of it. So, but that's all I was going to say because when she said that, let me think of that type of perception that some people might have. Very good
2: point. Okay. I
1: like that. That's a very astute observation.
2: Oh, well, she's a librarian. Yeah, she yeah. is. Um, the librarian. The last two I want to bring up, um, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is one of the first books I ever read that I just absolutely loved. I loved War of the Worlds. Um, when I watched when I heard that they were making this into a movie, um, I mean Tom Cruise, I, I can take him or, or leave him. Um but Steven Spielberg, I'm like, Yes, yes, Steven Spielberg is doing one of my favorite books ever and then I watched it and I was like, This sucked. I I was so disappointed in that movie. Um they change. I mean they made it a family movie, they added kids and it didn't have to be all that. Yeah, I mean I they were just trying to, they are trying to, you know, make it more broad, you know, to a, a wider audience, but I, no, I, I did not care for, uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds. And then the last thing I want to bring up, going back to one of the first things we said was, um, Stephen King, there are, there have been some good Stephen King, uh, books to movie adaptations, and they tend to be the non horror ones. Um, uh, The Green Mile, for example, is, is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. Uh, and, and movie, um, but the one that stands out the most, my good friend Lewis came over and said, "Dude, I just watched this movie and you're gonna love it. It's awesome." I'm like, "Okay." So he's like, "I think I, I don't know if I pulled it up on, on Netflix or what." And we sat down, and we watched it, and I remember we were in this house that I'm, I'm I live in now. We were in this house, and we watched the movie, and at the end of it. I literally looked at him. He turned to me and said, so what did you think? And I will never forget the the only three words that came out of my mouth was what the fuck. Mm-hmm. And that movie was Dreamcatcher. I will never let him live that down. <laughs> that movie was such garbage. <laughs> I I didn't understand what the hell was going on half the time. The book may actually be decent, but I refuse to read it. You know what? I, um,
0: I feel bad for Lou because he was trying to share with you
2: now, really he was trying to share with me. <laughs> yeah. But it was a horrible share. He thought it That's was good or... if I walked up to your house and was like, Look, here's dog poop. You do like dog poop, right? Have some dog poop. You would be like, No. That was what this movie was to me. It was like him coming to me and saying, Here, here's dog poop. It's fresh It's awesome. Bird. No, it's not awesome. This movie was dog poop. <laughs> um so you're saying, in every sense of the word. You're saying that you did him a favor by correcting him. Making sure he knew trying it. to, <laughs> but I, to this day he still says that movie was not. He, I think he's changed it to that movie was not that bad, and I still say that it, that movie was absolute garbage. Um, he was trying can, to. Can share. I
1: can I make an it really? Can I make an addition to that? Yes. It, it's not World War Z, but I just had this thought and I and I wanted to point this or any Stephen King thing, but I just thought about this and wanted to point it out. They had a weird thing in Hollywood there where the big uh, fancy thing to do was take. Um, like self-help books and like advice books and turn them into movies. AKA, he's just not that into you, and what to expect when you're expecting. Can we just not do that ever again? Because that was bad. Preach it, system. <laughs> it, it was just bad. Like <laughs> I just wish that that had never been a thing. It's like let's take these books that are one of which is is accurate and really helpful, and the other one of which is stupid <laughs> and ridiculous. But. You know, and I'm <laughs> come over there. And I'm gonna <laughs> gouge your eyes out with
0: my thumbs. <laughs> I, I i was just trying to back you up. That's all. Uh huh. but you no, did. I just I
1: didn't I never understood that making a plot out of something that doesn't have a plot and using it for as like the vessel for a really generic stupid chick flick. That's all I needed to say. I like the Notebook.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Oh my God, the Notebook. Hey, the worst movie David ever Nicholas made.
3: sparks out of this.
0: Oh my God! I so watches that and
1: cries under his pillow.
2: I teared up a little bit. Anyway, tear, um, tear, okay. it's not that before simple. Before we wrap, no, before we wrap up the, <laughs> before we wrap this conversation, it's not that up, simple. Uh, before we wrap the conversation up, are there any books that you know of that are currently in development to become a movie that you're either really looking forward to or are just hoping they really don't screw it up? Um. I can think of two right offhand. Um, one of them was actually a pick that Lewis actually made uh, a week or so ago when he was on the show, and that is Ready Player One. If you were a child of the 80s, this book is so good. I have high hopes for it because it is the way it's written is very cinematic. Um, the problem is is because it pulls from... All areas of of 80s nostalgia, they're going to have to either sign a lot of release forms to use a lot of these different properties in the book, or they may have to substitute some here and there. And if they substitute some here and there, that's fine. Um, But I've got high hopes for it. Steven Spielberg is signed on to do it, so I, you know, his track record for me is about like 99%, so I've got good hopes for it. So, um, and then the other thing is the Dark Tower series. Uh, apparently, they are finally moving forward with the Dark Tower series. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt that to um, to both TV and and movies. I think that's still the plan. Is they're going to do three movies and two TV series, or or, or vice versa? Um, my the big concern I have thus far, and I was talking about this with Cy offline, is. Um, Oh, what's his name? Who is it that they cast to, to play Roland? Um,
0: uh, your mother. Oh man, my brain. I'm on his my
2: name. brain. Um, uh, what, uh, what is his
4: name? No,
0: yeah, the British dude, uh, the black guy. What's his name?
2: The guy I, oh, that Iris was Playing Alba. with the stuff
4: with Iris the hair. Irish
2: Elba. Iris Elba. Iris Elba has been has been cast to play Roland Deschain. Hey, um Eric Paul the only reason I have a pro I don't have a problem with him playing that role, um, and it's not, and it's not the fact that he's a black actor playing a role who, Yeah, right, is, is, is white. Shut up. Um, <laughs> my problem does have to be, my problem is, is racially bound in it though. Um, one of the main parts of that story, in particular, the second book, is when they, the drawing of the three, when they pull in, um, um, Susanna Dean, she has a split personality, and one of her big problems is she's fighting the "quote unquote" white honkies that are trying to, you know, put, you know, kidnap her and stuff. You know, who I don't play see her? how that's going to play. You, you know who should play her? Who? Reese Witherspoon. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Get out. I don't see how that's going. It's just going to be odd how they're going to change that dynamic because that was so that was one of the central themes of that book. I don't know how that's going to play with her being pulled in and seeing him as as Roland Deschain. Like I said, it has nothing to, has nothing to do with the fact that they're changing it. Which, by the way, Cy, si, one of the other things I heard is supposedly most of the stories are going to take place in our time, modern day. It's not this. Is, you How is to, that going to work? You don't have to worry because it's never going to happen. This damn thing will never get made. I, I'm, at it's, this point, I hope it. I hope at this point it it does go under. It, it's just. Mm, it's this, just it, it's uh, one no. of those. It's
0: one of those things they always talk about making and they never make. It's like that. What was that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, where he was? It, they were trying to make. They tried to make it forever, and then they eventually just gave up. uh... In the 90s, I can't remember the name of it. It was like Empire or something like that. I can't remember.
2: I kind like of know what you're talking about, but I'm not. There's movies like that. Yeah, they, I know he had a. Pro- yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. They they spend millions of dollars in development. They cast them and then they lose the cast and they get a director and they lose a the director and they get the and it never it never happens. You know, that's what that's what's probably going to happen there.
2: I wouldn't worry about it. There's no, no way you can we'll do see. it. Like anyway. I said, I loved that series. The, there's no way to Which, do it. Which, by that. the way, going back to it, it's hard. I don't understand how... I mean, just trying to figure out how they would visually do it is be interesting. Um, and I don't know if they would... I, I thought the ending was okay of the series. Granted, a lot of people feel... Once again, going back to the whole thing about Stephen King not being able to stick the landing, a lot of people were like, wow, I read all these books and the ending sucked. <laughs> but yeah, the ending did it so. It is what it is. Uh anyone else have any other any other people have any uh other books that they know of that are be, that's in development that they have high hopes for?
4: Not that I know of right now.
1: I have too many to name.
4: <laughs> oh, Okay.
1: Bolden's up I'm, on all the latest. Oh, on I know she is. That's why we had her on. Bolden's read all of the books. I know books that I would like. Was
2: there to. is there an, is there a standout that you can think of? Is there a particular book you can think of that you you hope they do a good job of?
1: I really
5: when
2: it comes to the theater.
1: Yes, I
5: really really want them to do a good job on the a beautiful uh, story called The Light Between Oceans, and it's got. Um, Michael Fassbender from and in it and um, oh
0: yeah that movie looks cool yeah and
5: uh, you... this other beautiful actress and it's a, it's an amazing story and I can't even tell you the plot because it's that good um, and I really I just really want him to do well with that
4: I saw it uh, trailer there's
5: another one called um, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. And it's about a squad of soldiers that have come back from their deployment, and they go to a Thanksgiving Day football game, and they're all together. And the whole entire book takes place at the football game and how each of them deal with certain nuances between each other and, and the people. Oh, I love books like that. And the atmosphere and how they cope and how they deal with certain things. And I, re- I really want that to turn out well, too. I'm of course sure. there's the BFG by Roald Dahl, but
0: we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure Hollywood would like turn that into like, okay, so now instead of they're at a football game, they're on a secret mission and Yeah.
5: That's what
0: it's, a, it's, a, ruin it. it's in Nazi Germany. And <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the dirty dozen. Shut up.
4: And uh
3: so I mean, yeah, we'll call I mean, it
2: the other thing, so that people won't say it's another remake.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, alrighty then. Let's move into our picks and pans. Does anyone like to go first? No. All right, I'll go first. Um, um, I'm actually going to use two picks this week. Uh, my number one pick is The Martian, both the book and the movie. Um, and I'm going to say watch the movie first um go watch the movie if you enjoy the movie then read the book um it's basically the universe expanding it will there's a large sequence of stuff that happens that they cut out for the movie understandably um so you if you enjoy the movie you'll definitely love the book the other thing i'm going to bring up is another audio book that i just recently completed and that is um i'm blanking on her name what is her name um Reads You're never weird screen. on the internet. Oh Felicia Day. Felicia Day. I just read Felicia Day's memoir and uh it's very good. She um uh she reads the audiobook and uh, uh like most people's memoirs, she actually gets into it. She um <laughs> Hold on minute. okay, never mind. Uh turning a weird echo there. Um it um uh, you know, she talks about um, her depression and the stuff that she was going through, uh, creating uh, Geek and Sundry and uh, 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 the Guild, and there's a lot of stuff in there that no one, like I had no clue about. Like it was literally, I mean, I knew it was on a shoestring budget, and and like, fought, you know, uh, videos yeah. and stuff, um, you know, all on their dime. But it's, uh, it, it's an interesting read. Um, so yeah, so uh, The Martian and Felicia Day's memoir, You're Never Weird on the Internet. I wish
4: they'd turn the guild so, into a comic book. That would be amazing.
2: I think it is, actually. Is it? Yeah, they might, but I don't know how long... The, anyway, we'll have to I talk about it. that offline. All right. Uh, Cyrus, your pick or pan for the week? Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, God. You're killing me.
4: Uh,
0: uh, oh, I know. I got it. I'm I'll pick. Daredevil
2: Season 2. Oh, you've already finished it.
0: Yes. I finished it. uh Damn it!
2: Okay. Yesterday. All I want to know is, um, because I know it's not going to be worse, but as good or better than the first season.
0: I don't think that I could overstate by, you know, I'm not going to like overhype it by saying this. It's it's better. Anybody yeah, that okay. says anybody that says okay. it's not better is a
2: dick, dickhead. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Cause man, that first season was so good. It's better. All right, cool, you, cool. Uh, it's not even close. All right, Lainey. To be honest. Wow. Okay. Now wow. you're now you're scaring <laughs> me. Um, he's really really
1: going into it
2: now. All right, Lainey, your pick or paint for the week.
1: Um, my pick for the week, and it's not really of the week. I've been using this stuff for a while now, but I'm starting to really see its benefits. Um, I decided to stop using um. This is about to make me sound super gross. But stop using regular like shampoos and body washes that you normally ah! buy in the store and started using exclusively Dr. Bronner's um pure castile soap. Yay. And, yeah. Isn't so I've been good? using it for about two months now and I've seen like a total change. I use it for everything I use it. It's my face wash, it's my body wash, it's my my um shampoo, Do everything. You know, like, you and you can literally use it for everything. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. Stop it. <laughs> but um it's really awesome. I love it. You can buy all the different scents and it's really cool. And I started in fact over the weekend I did a little experiment and um Uh-oh. tried out some of its other uses. So I used it to wash my dog. Uh-oh. And now she Uh-oh. smells like lavender too, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Um you can use it as like a household cleaner. So I use it as a household cleaner. It's amazing. It doesn't have any of the like the really shitty chemicals that are in everything else. So you're not taking like a chemical bath and like putting all of God knows what on your body. Um but it's and it's totally changed my hair, like my complexion's better. It's amazing. So I made the switch and I'm really glad that I did. It's it's fantastic. So I I recommend that to anybody who's who's down to stop bathing in chemical tea. Oh, well, okay
0: then. Do
1: Do what, Chris? <sighs> I can send you some links. Yes, please. Yeah. Please do. That
4: was like our
0: first commercial. That was impressive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good shit, Maroki. I'm telling you.
0: It's good shit, man.
2: <laughs> what's your picker paint pick for the week, Chris?
3: Um... I wasn't really sure and then Lainey just said that so that's my pick right there. I get so happy when I hear people switching from chemical shit to whoa, awesome natural stuff that's so yes. readily available. I haven't used there's no chemicals in my house and I haven't used chemicals on my body or my children's bodies. Uh I have um, allergies to chemical fragrances so for me it gives me a mm-hmm. headache. Also Quinn got a really bad chemical burn when he was little. From the face and body wash I bought from Walmart, um, cause I was just in a hurry and picked it up and he actually, yeah, he actually got a, a chemical burn and it killed his skin. So, oh. yeah, so I always get super happy when people, when people say, no, it's chemical junk as shit and, I mean, in your, in, in America, your, uh, FDA laws for what can be put into, uh, Body products and makeup and everything is really, really lax. Well, it's because yeah, it really is. That's <laughs> it's very, very lax.
0: But they don't affect us. No.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, because of all
3: the <laughs> shit we put in inside of our body, apparently. But yeah, no, it's been cool. I like it, it's, which is it's, awesome. I, I don't. Uh, they also make bar soap too, and they have. Um, yes. I didn't. It didn't do well in my hair, but I loved it as a body wash, and you can also use it as a as a hand soap. You just put it in one of those little. Mm-hmm pumpers or whatever and it's it it doesn't work with dishes though won't use it as a dish soap
1: no, I didn't like it as a dish soap i liked I used it I cleaned like the counters in my bathroom and I mopped with it, and I actually did laundry with it not that long ago, and it was awesome
4: mm-hmm. yeah okay.
3: it's good stuff yeah, that's my pick <laughs> <Yay. Very
2: good. laughs> moldy, what's your pick or pan for the week
5: oh i don't oh, i don't have any I don't have any great pick.
0: You have a really good pan. Just make something up. Like pretend like you read a book we've never heard of.
1: Bolden's always reading like 15 books at one time.
4: I am reading,
5: currently reading a book where you know you are the antagonist, and it's very difficult for me because um, oh, wow. You know, I, uh, the whole time you're double checking your moral convictions, and you're thinking I'm not gonna make it through this book
0: because
5: <laughs> I'm just gonna throw away a better person. But um, I'm still sticking with it. But it's um, kind of
0: like uh, House of Cards, right? Like you're. Oh my god, I love <gasps> well, House of Cards.
5: I've been watching that too, but I can't talk about it.
0: Uh. Well, there's your pick, anyway. You can. Do because pick. my
5: pick is that I'm in love with Doug Stamper. Ooh. No, you're
0: not. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in love
4: with Doug Stamper. A, All right, she, 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 says, she says. She says no.
0: I'm you're not. not.
4: Ooh. <laughs>
0: A little mm-hmm. defensive there. Huh? A little uh, <laughs> going
2: on here. Love triangle, just
4: That's like
2: Harry Potter. Ah, oh, there's the throwback. Right if you enjoy the show, make sure to give us a five star rating on iTunes or stitcher uh There's a place for you to leave a review uh Don't worry about writing a review I'm the only one that reads that um instead li- make a list there of uh books that you you thought made really good movies or and uh, make a list of uh movie or books that you thought made horrible uh movies Was it all? um you hush <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, you can, uh, you can find, uh, the website at Epically Geeky. You can also find it on, uh, Facebook and Twitter and on, uh, Instagram. We've got an Instagram account now. Uh, but where can we find, uh, our individual people online? Cyrus, where can we find you on the internet? VideoGameVirus.com, YouTube under Cyrus Martin, or of
0: course at EpicallyGeeky.com.
2: Laney, where can we find you online?
1: You can find me um, at uh, It's a laney Bird on Instagram and on Twitter. Again, I've
3: been really crappy with using my Twitter, but I'm trying, I promise, guys.
2: Chris, where can we find you online?
3: Um, on Instagram at Lake Life Mama and on my blog at The Imposter Syndrome dot WordPress dot com.
2: Boldy, where can we find you online?
5: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Library Voodoo.
2: What is that again? Library <laughs> voodoo.
1: Library
2: voodoo. Not not Barry. Library yes,
4: Library Barry. voodoo. Screw
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I know I've been saying it for weeks now uh, about uh, pictures showing up on my Instagram feed of working on the uh, proton packs. I swear it's about to start happening. I finally Forever. got my, yeah, I finally got my hot wire slicer um dude, up and the, running. Shit, Instagram is so and, awesome. Yes, it is. Um so and much fun. Uh, it's really cool,
0: really cool. Really enjoy Instagram.
2: Yes, I'm glad I'm glad you joined us, Cyrus. <laughs> um I lost my train of thought. So anyway, yeah, so you will actually start seeing pictures of uh, the Proton Packs coming uh, to fruition here. So uh, stay tuned to that. For everyone on the show, have a good night.